When you are travelling, how do you know what's safe to share or what could compromise your safety? Just be mindful about who you actually want to add, um, especially to your private profiles because they, you met them for like an hour, you don't know how they really are, what their intentions are. I mean, I'm not saying doubt everybody and like, you know, be super suspicious of everyone, but it's good to maintain a little bit of situational awareness and also sometimes it's good to trust your gut as well um, in such situations. Safeguarding Tomorrow's Future, a podcast by International SOS. Welcome to Safeguarding Tomorrow's Future, a podcast for students where we aim to talk about health and safety topics relevant to students, especially if they're traveling abroad for school trips and exchange programs. Today's topic is on when sharing becomes dangerous. And I'm very excited. Today we're doing something different. We have three guest speakers with us today, um, two students as well as a security expert. So welcome Karina, Faith and Charlotte. Hi Shaz, thank you so much for inviting me. Um, hi everyone, my name is Karina. I'm a security specialist at the Asia Regional Security Centre at International SOS. I've been here for about two years now and I take care of the Asia region over here. Thank you Karina, welcome. Faith, would you like to introduce yourself? Alright, hi everyone, I'm Faith. I am soon to be an alumnus of SMU. I would describe myself as a heavy Facebook and Twitter user with the occasional Insta story. My mother made me watch the legendary movie Taken by Liam Neeson once, <laughs> and all I got away from it was uh, that my parents are not Liam Neeson. And Charlotte. Yes, hello everyone. So I'm Charlotte. I am a year one at SMU, and I'm an avid social media user, so I use a lot of TikTok, YouTube. I have like a private Instagram, but I have a public TikTok account because I can somehow justify to myself that like dancing videos are somewhat less personal and it's okay to share with the world. Very nice, very nice. I think we've got a very interesting mix of guest speakers with us today, so I'm very excited. Um, okay, so let's get into it, right? We are talking about, you know, sharing online and sharing also in person whenever you're on a trip. Um, how can that be dangerous or what are the boundaries of safety that we can, you know, keep in mind? And, you know, you talk about having multiple social media platforms. It's so common nowadays, right? And, you know, we are increasingly reliable on our phones um, to stay connected, to use all these social media apps, to learn what people are doing, to share what we are doing. So, Corina, maybe can you share some of your thoughts of observations of what people share online? Yeah, sure. Um, so, of course, people use social media for a variety of reasons. Um, they post about their lives, they use it to search for jobs, um, to share and learn new things, and even just for fun, you know, just scrolling through some memes or, or like um, Charlotte said, just dance videos. It's all that. Um, but what we should also remember is that sharing is not just limited to the online space. It happens offline as well. It happens in person as well. And something that we should just take note of more than everything is that social media makes it easier for us to put ourselves out there in public. We can connect to a million people, billion people by sitting in, in our homes. So that's something that we just need to take note of when we, you know, when we share, especially on the online space. Thanks, Karina. Now let's hear some stories from you know our young guests over here. Maybe Charlotte and Faith, could you share where did you recently travel to and what do you find yourself comfortable with sharing when you're online? 
Mm, okay, so where I recently travelled to was Bali. And oh my gosh, it was so exciting. It was, um, I think, my first trip post-pandemic. So that was equally, it was so exciting because, you know, your environment is changing. So I felt like I wanted to post every single thing of my trip. Like, wow, guys, <laughs> look at the scenery, look at the clear water, look at the sun and the sky. So I mostly shared about, like, the food that I ate because we tried a variety of things and all the new experiences. So one thing was I went uh, sunrise mountain trekking. Wow. So waking up at, like, 3 a.m like just climbing the mountain in the dark and then seeing the sunrise at the top of the mountain I posted all of that of course I did um, I think yeah as well as just really like pretty things like I'm just pretty open to sharing if it's a very like aesthetic sort of place so some of the temples that I visited I think it's interesting to see the culture um, or if I'm with friends for example yeah I'm pretty open to sharing all of that online yeah so I usually post because I mean it's just for memory's sake I think but also I feel like a sense of FOMO if you will like posting online like oh my gosh guys look at me I'm like having time of my life in Bali so yeah I think that's honestly why I share like especially when I travel um yeah why I share online so on my end the most recent trip that I took was actually to Melbourne I mostly took videos of geese <laughs> okay yeah okay so, explain um there's this there's this video game I don't know if any of you have played it's called Untitled Goose Game and it's actually from Melbourne and it's where you play a goose who goes around like terrorizing everything and so when I went to Melbourne and I saw the geese like a lot of them in the one place I was like oh my god it's like a celebrity sighting so I like took videos and they were crossing the road you know so it was like iconic right right like yeah. your game yeah exactly and like there were all of them you know and and like I was with people and they were like oh you know you be careful yeah because geese are geese are terrible terrifying right mm. they are mm. they are absolutely ruthless as as birds and so what happened was that i was like okay i will approach with caution and they're like mm. i'm like okay okay, okay. <laughs> respectful distance you know like a true social distancing kind of situation um i also took pictures of food and uh that one time i went to watch hamilton in <gasps> melbourne so mm. i was uh, quite excited and uh also i have this habit right this thing that i do whenever i travel which is that when i go to museums i love to make memes <laughs> yeah so uh, i've got a bunch on my instagram which i am not giving out on this podcast but yeah you have to find it yeah. Yeah, so um, there was, uh, off the top of my head, I went to the Greek Museum, mm-hmm. like the Hellenic Museum in Melbourne, and they had a, pic- like, they had a statue of um, Dionysus, and he was holding up like a baby on his arm. And so I just captured it like, so you got any games on your iPhone? <laughs> <laughs> that kind of thing. What a classic, yes. <laughs> that sounds like a nice account to follow, actually. <laughs> Thank you. Um, how, how about school trips? Have you guys gone on any recent school trips? And again, would you have shared anything from that trip? Or is it different from what you do for a personal trip? Again, I only just started um, uni, so I haven't been on a school trip with the uni yet or anything. But back in secondary school, I've been to Japan and mm-hmm. Vietnam um, together with my friends. I feel like when you travel with your friends, you post more <laughs> because everyone does like crazy things together. Right, yes. And because you're with your friends, you will see that repost like 10 times. So every <laughs> every story you flick through on Instagram is the same like boomerang, but times 10. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like um, it's not really a difference in what you share but perhaps like the quantity of it mm-hmm. or I think you're also when you share it's like a bit more of an inside joke but you're, you're more willing to share because it looks so fun when you're with your friends as opposed to maybe like solo travelling where you focus more on like the aesthetic scenery or what you're surrounded with yeah 
I understand. Yeah, I agree. And you know, it's always people always say pics or it didn't happen, right? So you, mm. you kind of have to take picture and you kind of have to share. Of course, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Gen Z <laughs> generation. <laughs> well, um, okay. So how, how about your peers? I mean, you, you spoke a little bit about you know traveling with them, and then you know, someone will post something and everybody will repost the same thing if you're on the same picture. Mm. Is there anything else different that you find that they would share online that you wouldn't share about traveling? Um, not really I think most of my friends I mean you have two extremes You have the people Who share like Literally nothing Like you don't even know That they went overseas okay. Then suddenly they come back And they tell you Oh by the way I went like free diving In the Philippines You're like what? Pixel didn't happen But it did happen And there were no pictures To show for it Or oh, they're very like Obscure Like zoomed in pictures Of a mountain And you're like That's definitely not Bukit Timah Hill In Singapore <laughs> So it has to be Outside of Singapore Right? Or on the other hand, you just have people who like spam and they like constantly update on TikTok, on Instagram, like look at me, where I'm going from like 8am all the way to they sleep. Oh, back in the hotel, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's just the two extremes. I don't think it's really different in yeah, the content. It's a quite similar experience on my end. You will either get people who go like, um, they post nothing during the time mm-hmm. and then after that, two weeks later, they're like, missing Japan and then got one got one tourist shot you know like the, the most normal looking one and they're like missing Japan had such good memories there ate a sakura mochi sad face and then like with other people it's just like oh I'm going to this place now oh look here I am at the temple of Borobudu oh my god look at these like pyramids they're so beautiful and right, and right. it's just like constant non-stop Yeah, exactly. And you know everything about them. But at the same time, right, like, I am friends with a decent number of cosplayers. And, like, some of them are now quite, like, internationally renowned. And so what happened is that, like, even in this country, right, sometimes they will go outside and some of them have had to set ground rules with us, as in their friends, and go, like, you know, please don't post anything about me online especially on like stories or Twitter or anything like that because apparently what happens is that people will find them and then they will take pictures from like let's say you know they're minding their own business right at their, at their local HDB McDonald's right and then somebody will be at the next table taking a picture of their bag oh. and then they will like either PM them or like tag them on Instagram or something and be like ha oh, I found this person it's like nobody needs to know that but yeah that's a that's a side effect I guess of like being a person whom people look at Mm, so that's where I guess your privacy gets a little, you know, like, yeah, yeah disturbed. So I guess now we're kind of like breaching to the topic of where it starts to become dangerous, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or rather, I guess, disruptive to your life. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, Karina, is there anything wrong with sharing? Essentially, there's nothing really wrong with people sharing um, anything online, of course. But when, how, what and who you share things with or about, uh, I think that's where the difference comes in. Uh, Like Faith, you said, you know, about your cosplay friends. No one wants to know where they are. So who you share about also matters, not just where you are and things like that. Right. So let's let's go a bit deeper into, you know, online sharing, right? And, and, you know, you've talked about some of your experiences with sharing online. Has there been a time where you hesitated? Like, you know, you're like just about to press and you thought about it, maybe I shouldn't be sharing that. Was there any sort of instance? And what was your thought process around it? I don't know if there were any situations like that necessarily, but if I were to imagine some, I would imagine like if I saw something really bad. Sometimes we travel and we see, for example, like, you know, you'll take a cityscape, for example, and then there'll be like a really like homeless person Mm -hmm. in the corner. And it's kind of like, 
would I post that? I feel like that kind of trespasses on their privacy and their yeah. right to dignity. And I feel like I wouldn't do that. And for example, something like an accident, for example, mm. I think I think like that kind of thing, I would be a little bit less inclined to share online just because I feel like that's not really something that's... I mean, it's one thing to inform the people who are immediately around you, but if you're just posting it for like quote-unquote content, then it feels mm-hmm. a little bit not so up my alley morally speaking mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah I think I can talk more from like a I guess individual perspective like when you before I post something I think there are times where I have stopped myself from posting just because there's like for example a very like uh, well known like landmark there and it's for like when I went to Bali for example I would post on TikTok but then I would post it like a bit later or like you know if there's definitely like you, you know the islands there are like um, are super famous then I'm like mm, maybe I don't want to show people that like I just like I am at this location right here right now because yeah you don't know who's going to watch it especially if it's on public but on my private Instagram I think I have less of a filter mm-hmm. in terms of like what when I press um, post because I mean private I trust whoever I accepted into my following and yeah, that's why, like, in terms of, like, location or if I, before I press send, it's not that much of a big deal. But, yeah, it's a public platform that I'm like, oh, like, maybe, yeah, I don't want to tell people that I've just eaten, like, really good duck at, like, this, this random restaurant in Uluwatu. Yeah, maybe I'll save that for, like, a bit later. Yeah, and I think also another thing is a lot of people care about how they're perceived online, especially. Um, I, too, am one of those people <laughs> because I am, yes, part of this gener- this generation which cares I think especially about like online how you present yourself online your online persona and what people think of you so my hope is that you know when I post it's like oh I hope like it looks aesthetically okay so if it doesn't look okay I also don't post it so unless I look really cool like doing something fun and fresh like hiking up a mountain or surfing but if not then um yeah I probably won't post it um as well it's again to give up that perception Mm -hmm. that yeah like I am this sort of character rather than just a sad person (laughs) (laughs) not sad <laughs> but to, do, to give a more uh, a different perspective on my personality, yeah, that's the way I would say it. Ah, uh, I see. It's like positive vibes only, right? Correct. <laughs> yes, correct. <laughs> and um, also, I guess for me, Melbourne was actually the trip where I posted the least because, like, mm-hmm. I used to be the kind of person who would share everything. Mm-hmm. As in, not everything, mm-hmm. la, but like mm-hmm. most things. And uh, what happened was that during COVID, I had a brief falling out with somebody who actually used the things that I told her in confidence against me. And so I just like, um, I I kind of suppressed a lot of the things I did experience because I was just like these are moments for me and I think like that's been kind of liberating in its own way because as you've said earlier on Pixar it didn't happen but it did happen and it's in my heart Mm -hmm. and it's also in my camera but you don't get to see it and I think you started talking about like you know not letting people know about you know where you are right here right now Mm -hmm. and I guess that's one of the main you know common security risks around posting stuff online Karina are there any other security risks that you know we should be aware of yeah, of course. I think um, sometimes when we share online, uh, of course, it can bring unwanted attention to people. Especially for those, like, like some of you said, you know, your profile, some profiles are public. Um, that's especially when, you know, you run into the risk of, like, complete strangers knowing about your daily movements, about mm. where you are, who you are with, what you're doing. Mm. So then, you know, in these cases, they can identify your vulnerable points uh, in your day, uh, which could also increase your, your risk to things like theft, harassment, um, stalking, uh, pickpocketing, anything, you know, these kind of things, yeah. And I think, um, you know, Charlotte, you mentioned about posting a little bit later, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, you did something, but you don't post immediately. Are there any other safety measures that you, you know, like consciously tell yourself, okay, I'm going to put that in place just so that I feel a bit safer about being on my trip? 
I think just the other safety measures. Just I don't usually tag the location either, so mm. it's up to you to go on Google if you really want to find out where I am. And people won't take that effort. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I just don't usually tag the location. Um, and then because I do post even like once I'm done with the event or whatever, then that means that like even if you find a location, I won't be there. So I am untraceable in a way. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I am not cool enough to use the location tag on Instagram, <laughs> so uh, that's not a problem for me. But um, really just thinking like, wow, I don't owe you anything has been incredibly liberating for me, at least in the last two or three years. Um, that aside, like I think that if people want to know exactly where I am or where I've been, like for example, if I go to some cool monument or something, you know what? They can DM me. Mm-hmm. It's right there. Yeah. Right? The bar is at the bottom. You know, you just message me. It's fine. I'll... I'll probably let you know anyway. I'm not a selfish person normally. The other safety measure that I would really bring up is um, that I'm just naturally a very forgetful person. So I just forget anyway. And then after that, it's like, oh, yeah, I went to this place. Very cool. Yeah, I ate this food. I would recommend it. It's like, so you see, the power of being forgetful, right? 10 upon 10, would recommend. Yeah, so I guess like minimizing what you share to kind of like a need-to-know basis, right? And if you Mm. need to know more, then come and find me, right? Yeah, okay. And um, anything else, Karina, that you feel like, you know, young people should exercise or maybe even older people should exercise (laughs) safety (laughs) when they're travelling? I think you guys are already security experts in <laughs> at this young age, but um, of course, I think like you know what you have already said. Like, don't post um, where you are in real time. Don't tag the locations of where you are. Um, of course, these are something some things that you know you you can uh, practice to maintain your own like you know privacy and your own um, uh, safety, especially in the online space. And I think some other things that you know um, you can just bear in mind is also maintaining a low profile where you go you know um, I don't know if you know this but I think in October 2016 Kim Kardashian got robbed in Paris mm-hmm. and when the when the police arrested the alleged robber he told uh, the police that chose Kim Kardashian to rob because just before that she posted about like a four million dollar diamond ring or something right. on her mm-hmm. Instagram wow. and and you might think that this only happens with celebrities nope it does not just happen with celebrities mm-hmm. um, everybody should be careful about what you post online um, it can just be even something super small like hey I won the lottery or like hey I went to the casino and won $200 but people know you have $200 in your pocket $200 is a lot yeah. so these kind of things you know like be, just try to maintain a low profile even when you when you share things online mm-hmm. um, not just that but like you know even when you travel overseas especially you meet new people you 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 know make new friends and then they send you friend requests or whatever mm-hmm. so follow requests and stuff like that and yeah. just be mindful about who you actually want to add um, especially to your private profiles because they, you met them for like an hour you don't know how they really are what their intentions are I mean I'm not saying doubt everybody and like you know be super suspicious of everyone but it's good to maintain a little bit of situational awareness and also sometimes it's good to trust your gut as well um, in such situations yeah I think like one thing I usually always see online what people do is they, they check into the hotel, right? Then they will take, like, a room tour, yes. right? Oh, yes. You know, then they will tag, yes. like, oh, okay, I'm staying at the Hyatt, you know, like, or, like, I'm staying at W Hotel at yes. this place. So I find that that's really, really dangerous because, like, to your point, right, you're giving your exact location and 
and you know if, if it happens that you know the next day you, you did something that's expensive or you went shopping you know down like Champs-Elysees and then people are like oh okay this person's credit card has like a huge limit yeah. so I'm gonna go to her hotel and like you know yeah. yeah so even if it's yeah like you said you, you never know who's who's watching um, unless of course you know you have your privacy settings and, and you know everyone who's following you and stuff like that mm-hmm. yeah and I think you mentioned a little bit about people approaching you, meeting new people when you're traveling. I think especially if you're traveling alone, uh, you tend to kind of like go to, you know, social um, settings or go to bars, meet new people. And that's where you would, I I guess, exchange information, right? So has that happened to you, you know, like experience meeting a new person and then sharing information? I mean, I've been very thankful to... I've never gone on a solo trip before. Like it's always I've I've always had buddies and I'm very, very, very thankful for that. And like my buddies are usually quite like security expert kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's it. So I tend not to socialize outside of that and like even when strangers are like, Oh you know, oh you know, can we take pictures with you? Then like that is the extent of it. But even then like sometimes I get really, really uncomfortable because like I mean, I don't know if they mean it maliciously, and they probably don't, but, like, there there feels like there's this, like, a cultural desire to be nice that I kind of right. go along. But, like, yeah, sometimes I think there should be lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me, um, yeah, so most of the time, similar to Faith, I travel with, like, family or friends. So I think people don't usually approach people if they're in a group because mm-hmm. uh, strength in numbers or, you know, yeah. they're just a bit intimidated. Um, the... But I have had encounters where, like, I do talk to people. I'm naturally quite a talkative person. I'm pretty open to talking. I'm very, like, I walk in and be like, hi, guys, like, good morning, that sort of thing. So the one time that, like, it really did happen was, in fact, on the same, like, Bali trip where I was hiking up the mountain. Uh, I had my tour guide, but I was, like, alone in my group. So we matched together with, like, another group which had a couple. But that was fine. Like, I was open to sharing with them. Like, they were talking about, like, travelling, the joys of the outback because they're from Australia. Um, yeah, so... Because I like talking to people, in that moment, I did felt I did feel a bit more safe because one, the tour guide was there. Two, we weren't like completely like alone on this random mountain at three a.m. Like there were still people around us. So if anything, I really could have like asked for help or something. But even then, what we were sharing wasn't so personal. Perhaps like I did share like for example, I grew up overseas. Like I didn't grow up in Singapore. I was fine sharing that with them because that was just like part of my personality or my identity, if you will. But like more like things like oh like where exactly I live or like what exactly do I do I didn't care to really share that with them and they weren't they weren't asking me about that as well so I think that was fine it was just a general like conversation and I had a really good time because I spent I mean I climbed up and down a mountain of them I think that's a quite a <laughs> unforgettable experience <laughs> yeah. of like bonding if you will yeah so um, in that moment I did feel safe but yeah I think you just have to like check the vibes honestly you just have to trust your like what Faith said trust your gut and really um, yeah if you feel like it's a bit it's a bit too much you can slowly back away from the conversation yeah because I think this also applies to everyone uh, regardless of age regardless of uh, gender To and we tell everybody to remain vigilant when travelling it's extremely important I I think this is more so important for people who are younger, especially girls or um, those who are uh, LGBTQ plus um, travelers as well. To not let your guard down um, when you when you're in public places, because I think there is also this impression that younger people or females or um, vulnerable. vulnerable, like you know, you're easier targets. Mm. So it's 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 good to like you know try not to make yourself an easy target, and of course maintain a like I said, maintain a healthy level of suspicion to what and who you see. Um, 
it can even just be like you know a crowded say a crowded market in like New Delhi or Cairo or even just like a nightlife establishment say in Seoul or Melbourne for that matter um, but it's always important to be confident and like project yourself with confidence so people don't think you're an easy target a soft target then it's a less likely chance that you know that they would do anything to you for that matter and of course once you start showing that um, you know you're you're like for example confused in a new place or you're unsure of where you are you seem lost then you need to understand that you know when when crimes happen um it's not like you know people just randomly come up to you mm-hmm. they would have been monitoring you or surveilling you for a while mm-hmm. um and you know the moment you look lost or, or like unsure of where you are or you seem distant from your crowd from your like friends or family that's when they would want to come and like you know attack so yeah these are some things you know to just bear in mind and I think especially even whether you travel alone or not I don't think it um, it's really dependent on whether you are solo um, on your trip but just be very careful as well when you are meeting new people or you know interacting with new people there was this Facebook group um, that was created a few years ago where people were sharing their travel stories their holiday stories and they shared like really random things about how they were either attacked or assaulted or um, you know something happened to them while they were abroad it could one person it was a elderly lady she was like groped on a auto rickshaw in New Delhi and and another one was a young lady who was um, couch surfing uh, couch surfing in Switzerland she was you know like assaulted by her host so it's very random and very um it's not a there's no stereotypical way or stereotypical like personality or profile that you have that you can be vulnerable everyone can be it's just a matter of how you improve your own like personal security personal safety that then can help you mitigate these um, risks as well so maybe Karina, in a case where you find yourself uncomfortable you know where you feel like someone's harassing you trying to find more about find out more about you or you know like hey you know so what's your itinerary tomorrow Mm. or like do you want to check out this like hiking route with me and like you just met this person what would you advise someone would should do yeah um i think firstly there are no textbook answers for for any of these um but what maybe can help a bit which i'm gonna share with you right now is um some possible responses that you can prepare maybe in the event you face certain situations like that so maybe a few, there are a few typical questions that people ask. So firstly say like, are you traveling alone? Uh, potential answer can be no, I'm traveling with my partner, my friend, or I'm visiting family. Just to give the illusion or the reality that you're not alone um, in, this, in this country. Um, another question, um, are you here alone, like say in a market or in a restaurant or something? And then you can say, no, I'm meeting a friend, I'm meeting a partner, I'm meeting my um, colleague, it can be anyone. So you're meeting someone. People ask you, where are you staying? I think that's a, quite a common uh, question, especially when, you, when you're overseas. What we tell our travellers to, to, to prepare before you go is to think about any place, maybe on the opposite side of town that, than where you're staying, um, so that if anyone gives you, like, asks you this question, where are you staying, you have a completely different answer to give. And it sounds convincing because you've, like, planned for this, right? It's not like, mm. uh, I don't know, uh, Orchard Road uh, or something like that. So, um, yeah, so it's good to, like, um, you know, have a, if either have an area to, to, like, you know, have it at the back mm. of your mind or a hotel or a 
dorm or whatever, but have a place in the back of your mind um, that you can give out as, a, as an alternative answer. Um, or sometimes you can just say that you're staying with friends or family as well. Um, mm. and I think it also gives a bit of safety yeah. um, that way for yourself. And if they ask you, is this your first time visiting this country or city? And say, no, I visit several times a year. Or, oh, I was born here. Or something <laughs> like that, you know? so, but of course, like, it has to be rela- like, realistic when you, when you say these things. Um, and if they ask you how long you're in town for um, or staying here for, um, just give, it, give a vague answer, like a few weeks few days mm. that kind of thing don't say I'm leaving tomorrow or oh, I got just got here then they'll be like oh okay you're like just really new to this place or mm. something like that and especially for those who go on like say student exchange programs or longer like you know internships and stuff you're there maybe five six months don't say that because in, they may know that they may have the you know the inclination to be like oh this person's here for a really long time they have a lot of valuables with them they are like you know I probably they're going to be around this area for a prolonged period of time so it's good to give this um, like days or weeks uh, kind of answer as well um, I think apart from that just some other like um, tips um, especially when you feel like this is really going sideways and you know someone's harassing you and you want to try to get out of the situation then um, just maintain your peace walk away and ignore that person some people what they try to do is they they want to be polite right and then you like maintain this eye contact mm. um, thing and be like no 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 it's okay no please <laughs> I I'm tr- I want to go no it's okay I want to meet my friends blah 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 don't bother about maintaining eye contact because when you maintain eye contact they would think that you're still engaged in that conversation and then they can pick on that like one vulnerable point uh, where they can then like you know turn it around and it can mm. go against you so yeah and I think you know in some cases where you feel like you've met a whole new bunch of people maybe uh, and they say like you know go out we want to go out for drinking or like uh, for dinner or what but you feel really uncomfortable because maybe someone's like really like sticky or something mm-hmm. and then um, you know just just say no it's just like what I said just really trust your gut and like really maintain this situational awareness when you travel like if you don't feel comfortable you don't feel comfortable it can even be like if you're staying in a hostel or a hotel or a dorm, you don't feel comfortable because you're, you know, your fellow like residents on that floor, or you feel like your hotel room has been like is is not safe because someone knows where you're staying or mm. what. Ask for another room. Ask for another. Um, or if you have to change your hotel as well, because remember at the end of the day it's your safety that's priority, not where you're staying. You can go from like W hotel to I don't know whichever other hotel, but your safety is is utmost priority okay Okay, I thought that was really helpful I'm actually going to remember some of those for myself (laughs) (laughs) even if I'm not a student (laughs) Um, but okay anything else for you to add like you know any other advice that you think you may want to give to future student travellers I mean I I know you both didn't do your exchange yet Um, yeah but but anything that you feel like it's important for students to, to keep in mind when they travel I think for me it is I've been trying to develop this for myself I find that it's a pretty important skill for when you get older the courage to be a little bit impolite Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. and to be disliked I think it's I think for me at least I'm trying to become more comfortable with saying I don't really think that that information is for you Charlotte? I mean agree with Faith like drawing your lines of like all the boundaries of like what you want to share or even just what you divulge to other people not even just online or like when you travel but even like in real life as well I think that's super important another thing is just being just situationally aware like actually like you know we don't need to always use our phones like look up and look around you and like knowing what is around you knowing 
where is the nearest exit, like exit point, or even just, yeah, like being aware of who is next to you or like your surroundings, like your location specific. Yeah, I think it's actually very important that a lot of people, um, I mean, Singapore is a very safe country. I think we're quite privileged to live in a place where we don't necessarily have safety as our utmost priority in our mind. But when you go overseas, you're in such a completely like unfamiliar environment. So you need to adapt. And one way is really just to be, yeah, situationally aware. Very nice. Um, so Karina, final closing words are, you know, if there's three main things that anybody listening to today's episode should take away, what would it be? Alright, so firstly, of course, um, I think talking about the online space especially, who, what, when and how you share things are really important. Of course, we're not saying that don't share your, your location with anybody. You should share it with someone you trust. Uh, family, friends, uh, who know where you are then uh, when you're travelling. But it's on the online space where you should be a bit more careful. Second thing is, like we've been saying, gut feeling and situational awareness. They are very important. Um, they can... Don't, don't always... Don't doubt yourself if you feel like you're unsafe. Get help. Shout for help if you need to. Get to a safe location. Call for help. Whatever you need to do to maintain your own personal safety. And the third thing, I think, is um, layered protection. Not any one form of safety or mitigation measure or you know will be like th- that's the perfect solution no it's, it's always a layer there are always layers that you can put to your protection it can be private profiles um, that's that's one layer of protection not being like isolated in a deserted street um, that's another layer of protection making sure you get help you call for help there's another layer of protection you just layer your protection just you know make your life hopefully a little bit more safer um, especially given you should know your own profile as well and what how much protection you need and then yeah then that's, that's what you have to do alright thank you so much ladies I thought that was a very lively conversation I've gotten a lot out of it so thank you so much and I hope if you're listening to this episode you know there are some tips that you could have taken away so thanks once again for coming and you know for, for those listening in for sticking with us for six episodes this is our final episode of a season so I hope you've um, taken stuff away you've enjoyed it and you know if you have any feedback for us let us know what you want to hear more um, on this podcast so thank you so much and have a great rest of your day thank, thank you, you.